0: Your child's first years are a foundational time for growth and character development. Parenting can be one of the most wonderful experiences, but it can also be frustrating. How can we increase the wonderful and lower the frustration? Now for our host, Bill Petrie. These days, a trip to the library, a bookstore, or an online search will produce an amazing array of books on the topic of raising children. Leafing through the different volumes, popular parenting styles have changed numerous times over the years. What is in vogue one decade is seen as outdated and inappropriate in another. Yet while times have changed, children are still fundamentally the same early childhood involves the same basic developmental milestones such as the first tooth the first word the first step learning colors and the names of common objects and learning to share young children have the same basic needs for love parental time and attention daily routines and structure consistent limits and loving boundaries, and foundational training in every aspect of life. Are there unchanging, time-tested techniques for raising young children that are based on biblical principles? Is there practical Christian parenting advice you can use with your babies and toddlers? God who created the vast heavens and everything on earth, is also the creator of the family. As the ultimate father, he created people to become his sons and daughters. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18 states, And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Our human families are important to God. They teach us about his purpose for mankind. And they help us to understand spiritual lessons about our relationship with God. God cares about our children. So it only makes sense that he would give us key principles to use in raising our children. Here are some keys for helping your child grow in the first years of life. It all begins with love. Well, our human love falls far short of God's great sacrificial love, which Romans 5.8 explains for us. The natural love that God has given parents is fundamental in all that we do in raising our children. Ideally, love should be at the beginning of every new little life. God designed the sexual relationship to be an expression of love in marriage. That love between husband and wife, now father and mother, should continue to be the foundation of all their parenting from the time a baby is born and extending his or her entire life. As the old saying goes, the greatest gift a father can give his children is to love their mother. Ephesians 5 verse 25 states, Husbands, be loving your wives according as Christ also loves the Ecclesia and gives himself up for its sake. How much did Christ love the Ecclesia or church that is how much a husband should love his wife children enjoy enormous comfort and security when their parents have a stable loving marriage strong marriages build strong families so while the birth of your baby will mean some major changes in your lifestyle Make sure you remember to nourish your relationship with your mate. Long before children have the vocabulary to understand the words, I love you, they can sense love emotionally. Parents can fill that need for love through physical touch, eye contact, and attention. God wants love to be present in all our relationships. A quick reading of 1 Corinthians 13 confirms this. With rare exceptions, parents have a natural love for their children. But for love to be truly effective, your children must feel loved. Long before children have the vocabulary to understand the words, I love you, they can sense love emotionally. Parents can fill that need for love through physical touch, eye contact, and attention. All three are critically important and necessary for your young child to feel loved from birth through all the growing years. Jesus Christ was not too busy for little children so parents should not be either. Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 and 14 tells us, Then little children were brought to him, that he may be placing his hands on them, and should be praying. Yet the disciples rebuked them. Yet Jesus said to them, Let the little children be coming to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of the heavens at birth your little one is totally helpless and utterly dependent on you for everything when you respond to your baby's cries for food a diaper change or simply comfort your little one develops a sense of security learning that you can be depended on for help this Is an important foundation for your role as a parent, teacher, authority figure, and everything else that is to come. You continue to take care of your child's needs, but with time they must gradually develop independence. First, they learn to crawl and then to walk and to feed themselves, but do not forget. They still need you. Your involvement and attention are essential. Mother and father are the most important people in a child's life. And your interactions with your child will make a big difference in how he or she ultimately turns out. Yes, there will be other influences, peers, other adults, teachers, but none will be as influential as you, the parents. Spend time together as a family and spend one-on-one time with each of your children. Play with them. Talk to them. Read to them. Do fun things together. Show an interest in what they are learning and doing this kind of focused attention will make them feel special and loved and this close loving relationship will make the rest of your parenting much more effective god included the regular family routines as the times for parents to talk to their children deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 6 and 7 instructs parents this way. These words, which I am instructing you today, will come to be in your heart. Repeat them to your sons and speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk on a road, when you lie down, and when you arise. Little children do thrive on regular routines. They feel safe and secure when they know what to expect next. So work to have the same morning, mealtime and bedtime routines. And in those routines, do not forget to instruct your children about the Lord. They can begin to learn the wonderful things that their Savior has done for them at the earliest of ages. They can understand that God loves them, that Jesus Christ cares for them, that they are a child of God whom God values. They can learn moral integrity through the things from Scripture. And most importantly, as they continue to learn the things about God, hopefully, They become a believer. Little children thrive on those regular routines and one-on-one encounters. They feel safe and secure when they know what to expect next. It's important to have set times for sleep naps and rising. In addition to the security that it can give, a regular bedtime can help your child get adequate sleep. And this avoids behavior problems caused by being tired and cranky. An important aspect of giving your child structure is setting rules and limits. In addition to matters of safety, It makes children feel secure to know that you the authority figures that they trust to take care of them are firmly in charge. Remember, the goal of raising children is to help totally dependent little babies grow to become independent adults. Who are good citizens capable of making good godly choices rules and boundaries while well, they begin with you as parents asserting your control help your child develop his or her own self-control as your little ones matures you can encourage a healthy balanced development of independence by providing age-appropriate parent-approved options that he or she can choose from. But be forewarned. Most children will test the rules you make and the limits you set at some point. You will have to be firm and not give in. Giving in and letting children have their way will teach them that crying, whining, or nagging is effective, and you can then expect it to happen more and more. You made the rules for a reason, and your children need to learn that rules matter. Your rules should be age appropriate and flexible enough to be modified as your child grows and matures. Children naturally want to know why about most everything, so be sure you can easily and simply explain the whys of your rules. For example, a rule to put away toys when the child has finished playing can be understood by explaining that toys can be broken if stepped on or someone could get hurt. To be effective, rules should be consistently enforced, not just when you feel like it. While there might be flexibility for unusual circumstances, a relative visiting for instance, your child should be able to expect that the rules tomorrow be the same as the rules today and will be enforced in the same way the apostle paul tells us god dealt with humanity in this manner in galatians chapter 4 verses 1 and 2 we read now i mean that the heir as long as he is a minor is no different from a slave though he is the owner of everything but He is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. Yes, scripture teaches very clearly that minors are dealt with in matter of rules, strictly enforced, consistently followed. God tells us that human fathers correct their children, and he corrects his spiritual children according to Hebrews chapter 12, verses five and six. There are three main ways to help your child correct wrong behavior. First, explanation. Second, reward for good behavior. And third, punishment. Proper parenting will use all three at various times. While parents prefer never having to use punishment. Without doubt, it will be something that you will need to do at some point. For punishment to be effective, it must be something the child finds unpleasant. And once again, you must be consistent. It must be speedily, not hastily or in anger administered so that a young child makes the connection between the misdeed and the punishment. The punishment should not only fit the crime and use logical related consequences as much as possible, but it should also fit the child. There are many kinds of punishment, everything from an expression of your disappointment and unhappiness with the wrongdoing, to timeouts, to losing privileges, to actual corporal punishment. The punishment should not only fit the crime and use logical related consequences as much as possible, but it should also fit the child. Some children learn with only a light rebuke. While a strong-willed child might require much stiffer punishment. One of the benefits of having a close, loving relationship with your child is that it often makes it possible to bring about positive changes with lighter types of punishment. While it is never enjoyable to have to punish your child, keep in mind that if punishment is effective and just, your children will be more responsive to your instructions and less in need of future punishment. If you ever went into a store and seen a child behave unruly, have you ever seen a parent constantly telling a child stop doing that i said no stop it if you don't stop doing that i'm going to do this and they continually repeat those phrases over and over and over and over and nothing changes why because you have instructed the child through that method to not listen to you this is why It need, punishment needs to be done immediately and consistently. Well, it is never enjoyable to have to punish your child. Keep in mind that if punishment is effective and just, your children will be more responsive to your instructions and less in need of future punishment. Whatever type of punishment you choose, make sure you do not do it in anger. Make sure you are always in control of your emotions. Administer any punishment necessary with love and sympathy. Your child should know that you are sorry that this is necessary, but you care about him or her and want him or her to learn. The Greek word for discipline literally means teaching, instructing, or learning. So that punishment can truly be discipline. Parents should accompany it with a brief explanation of the following one, what specifically the wrongdoing was two what problem it created. Three, what could have been done instead of the wrong action. Four, what the punishment is. And five, that you expect your child will do better the next time. In addition to the teaching that comes through discipline, God expects parents to instruct So their children will have an education to make right choices, to make godly choices. Just read Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 19 through 21. And Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Parents teach by showing how to treat others with respect kindness and consideration in this way children can learn the joy of giving parents teach by showing how to treat others with respect kindness and consideration in this way children can learn the joy of giving Parents begin by teaching their baby about love, trust, and care. And this is why it is so critical to begin to teach them about God. God is love. God cannot lie, so we can always trust what he says and God cares for each and every one of us. Scriptures can be read to children as a baby. You can read stories that children find fascinating, such as Noah's Ark, Daniel and the lion's den, Are two examples. And by reading these stories, they begin to develop godly character. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Children are little sponges absorbing what they see and hear around them. As they mature, your biblical lessons can be added too and become more complex. When children are young, a lot of teaching will be by example. Parents teach by showing how to treat others with respect, kindness, and consideration. As parents, it is critical for you to show these things to your spouse. As your child learns through seeing your interactions together. Ultimately, God wants parents instructions to help their children learn about God and His way. After God delivered the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt, he instructed the parents These words which I am instructing you today will come to be in your heart. Repeat them to your sons and speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk on the road, when you lie down, and when you arise. Yes, God should be center of any relationship that we have. God intended for parents to pass on to their children the knowledge of the amazing things God has done. Things that he has done for the nation of Israel. See Deuteronomy 6 verses 20 through 25 for an example. Or things that God has done for the body of Christ. See Romans chapter five. There are many more lessons parents will teach their children, but these basic points have proven to be among the most essential. As a parent, you have the marvelous opportunity to build on your child's education about God as he or she grows. Help your child develop a personal relationship with God. Help your child see that he is a loving father to each of us. Make prayer and story from the Bible a part of your regular daily routine. Let your children know that you look to God and his word as your ultimate source for help and guidance. Does not the proverb state train up a child In the way he should go when he is young and he will not soon depart thereof yes we are to train our child in the way we want them to go god wants parents who can follow the example of the old testament patriarch abraham god said of abraham for i have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice. This Genesis 18 verse 19. Don't we want it said of us that we can command our children that we can have our household follow us, that our household follows the way of the Lord, and we follow the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. Labor together as godly parents so that the same can be said Of you. Good day and God bless. We want to thank you for listening to this week's Differing Things podcast. If you would like to get more information about the Bible, please check out our website www.beacon-ministries.org Do not forget to join us next week for a new Differing Things podcast.